Good morning, everyone. Last week, and again this week, the Gospel of Luke speaks to us about praying. Last week, we were told to be persistent. Today, we are called to reflect on how our relationship with God is reflected reflected in our prayer. So let me start with an example. Two boys were visiting their grandmother. On the first night of their visit, they knelt beside their bed and prayed. Shouting as loud as he could, the younger brother prayed, and please God, I need a new bike and skateboard. Shh, said the older brother, God isn't death. To which the younger brother replied, yeah, I know, but grandma is. Technically, the boy was praying to God, but like the Pharisee in today's gospel, there was a problem with that prayer. Even though this particular parable only shows up in the gospel of Luke, we have all heard of a number of other parables relating to the Pharisees. The Pharisees were all about the law of the Torah, but while judging themselves and others by those laws, they had completely lost the spirit of the law. They had developed a stronger relationship with the law than with God. It was that relationship that Jesus frequently pointed out. Our own feelings about the Pharisees may be negative because of the frequency of Jesus using their practices as examples of areas that needed change. However, that wasn't how the people at the time looked at them. The Pharisees strictly followed the laws of the Torah, and they were admired for that. This Pharisee would not only have been seen as boasting, he would have been seen as thanking God that he has been a good Pharisee following the law and fasting and tithing. In contrast, The tax collector is generally portrayed as being humble in the way he prayed. Tax collectors were seen by the people as being corrupt because of the nature of their jobs. They were looked down on because they worked for the Roman Empire, the bullies of the world. Their job was to deliver a certain amount of taxes to the empire and whatever amount they collected over and above, that was their salary. The Romans did not care how much or how they collected the taxes as long as they got what was due them. Therefore, many tax collectors lived a more pollutant lifestyle than the common people 
because of the excessive taxes they collected for themselves. Now let's take a look at the second reading that we had today, a letter to, uh, from Paul to Timothy. Paul was in prison, awaiting what he expects to be his death sentence, abandoned by everyone except Christ. As he wrote in his letter, he shared his feelings of accomplishments. He competed well, he finished the race, and he kept the faith. When we compare the prayer of the Pharisee with the writing of Paul in it, may seem that they are both boasting of what they had done. Both have done what they felt God called them to do. But there is a very significant difference that we see when we continue to read the letter of Paul. As he described his feelings of abandonment, Paul said the Lord stood by him and gave him strength to proclaim the good news to the Gentiles. The Pharisee was thanking God for having the ability to follow the law on his own. He somehow felt that his behavior distanced him from the rest of humanity, and he did not recognize his contempt for others. The contempt the Pharisee felt for others is also shown in contrast to the prayer of the taxpayer. The taxpayer, tax collector, dared not lift his eyes towards heaven because he was looking at himself. And by examining himself, he began to be filled with disgust. And this is what was pleasing to God. The tax collector recognized his own sinfulness and asked for God's mercy. The Pharisee believed in his own self-righteousness. He saw everything he obtained in his life as coming from his own hard work, not giving credit to God or even acknowledging his need of God. He did not see himself in need of mercy. After all, in his eyes, he did everything correct according to the law. How can we apply the lessons of these readings to our own prayers and our relationship to God? Well, first, we need to realize that we cannot presuppose that God judges people and their actions as we do. Our values might not be God's values. Ultimately, Jesus is teaching us that we have to rely on God's grace and not on our own efforts to achieve salvation. We need to recognize that despite our success, even success in following God's commandments, we need to carefully examine our motives 
Are we a rule follower? And is that our main source of pride? Are we pleased by admiration from, for being a good and holy person? Or do we recognize how following the commandments is a reflection of our love for God and our constant desire to deepen our relationship with him? Do we see God's mercy at work in all of our successes? The people who heard the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector were shocked when Jesus said the tax collector went home justified and the Pharisee did not. They were looking at the outward behavior of the two men as we often do. However, God is the true judge who knows what is in our hearts and that is why it is so important for us to constantly, constantly examine what God will find there. In the beginning of Mass, we were given the opportunity to reflect on those areas of our lives where we need God's mercy and forgiveness. That is how we should begin all of our prayers, with an examination of our hearts and motives. So our prayers are a reflection of our desire for a deeper relationship with God. So let us pr- our prayer be, Lord, though we are sinners, we trust in your mercy and love. Do not consider what we truly deserve, but grant us your salvation. <clears throat>